land of the free. Let's just agree to disagree. I just want to let people know who we are. Yeah, but he did a lot of drone strikes. Man, we're going to sprinkle a little bit of everything on this donut. Last night I'm sitting at home and, you know, I'm not really into the playoffs that much because, you know, well, the teams in it are just not the greatest. Who's left? It's uh, Milwaukee and Atlanta and then it's Phoenix and the Clippers. So, you know, Phoenix and Clippers to me is a very good series because I think that uh, Phoenix has got a pretty damn good squad. The other side, you know, although I did call Atlanta from the get-go, I really don't care. I just As long as the Lakers don't win, I really could give. But I'm watching the game last night, dude, and, you know, the Clippers are up one with one second to go. One, one second, okay? Now, they always say the two people that you guard the most are always the inbounder and the guy rolling to the rim because that's the easiest shot, okay? So listen. That's the only shot. That's the only. So listen, Zubak is seven foot. I understand Aiton is seven foot. I understand this. First of all, I want to acknowledge what Crawf- Crawford or um oh you know who I'm talking about. I can't friend uh, what's his name right now. See is with the dreads. You know who I'm talking about. I want to acknowledge that pass because first of all, that pass was amazing. That close to the to the basket. But second of all, I didn't know until yesterday that an inbound pass you can go above the rim. I didn't either. Until all yesterday. the years. All the years, dude. All the hooping. That's I've, it. I was like, oh, that's a goaltend. Yeah, me And then too. they said it, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I thought I thought that. he actually, that would have went in. Like if That's what he, I'm saying. I didn't know, that. but you're allowed to. What do you mean you can go above so the rim? So usually meaning? you can't goaltend. You know, you can't touch the ball when it's above the cylinder, on the cylinder at all. Right. If it's on an inbound pass, you can go over because it's not a shot attempt. It's a pass. Passed. So you're allowed to go over the rim. I didn't know this. In, in 40 years, and basketball is my life, until yesterday, I never knew it. I did not know it. You know, I, right. I, I was, dude, it, you know, so I, I didn't see it. Did somebody, they won the game with one, one second left on the game. Like one, the, the, the luckiest shot in the world, like everybody, their mom it knew was what they were going to do basically. So, but did it, somebody try to block it? And there was like question about it An inbound no, pass to inbound. the rim for a dunk. Uh, so he's, he's out of a dunk underneath the hoop. Well, you mean offensive goaltending? Yeah. It should have been offensive in my opinion, but it was, yeah. He passed it in, perfect pass. I like, hey, I give it to him, perfect pass. Aiden went and did it. He did exactly what he's supposed to do. Right. It was just until yesterday, if that had been me, I would have never done it because I'd be like, you can't go above the rim. I, I know this, but until yesterday, I did not know that you're allowed to go above the rim off the of inbound pass. So to all the hoopers out there who listening, you can learn something every day because I'm 40 years into this and I know basketball pretty good. I did not know that part, you know, right. but, you know, whatever, man, it's whatever how you fellas doing today good there's a there's a a special dude in the corner he's special hide your kids hide your kids you guys are just just full of compliments today i love it what we say this is what we get for our make a wish foundation this is what we get for our this is what 20 cent a day gets you guys (laughs) you know (laughs) i want my money back (laughs) (laughs) i definitely need a refund (laughs) i pay for enough stuff so it feels like a charity case sometimes Oh, um man <laughs> ouch i love you my guy ouch. you know i love you man you're ouch. that you're that not so tan brother that i mean <laughs> you know yeah no, it's it's it, this is this is good stuff i've yeah. been listening to your guys podcast what do you have four of them out now four yep. four of them yeah. good stuff good like stuff. share do Subscribe. all that stuff our Same last episode friends. is the least listened to so don't get tired of listening if Listen. you don't like what we're saying tell us tell us or we'll meet you in the street and we will jump you not really so really. so speaking of basketball, how about Booker's nose? That thing Come looked on, broke. Luckily, on, his man. wife, you know, just I'm sure the plastic surgeon's on, like man. at the crib. 
That that's not. He broke his nose. We've been there. We're all athletes. Yeah. We no. But how about how about? I love that you take it like that because that's our generation talking. You know. But nowadays, are you kidding me? Like LeBron pretends he gets hit. We're and he's down LeBron. on the ground. We're talking about well, Devin most Booker, most players are Devin Booker out. and Patrick Beverly. When it was over, they patted each other in the ass and they were like, "Hey, this was just a bang bang play. Let's play ball real quick." And then he came down and hit probably one of the biggest shots. So. You know, you can play with a broke nose, man. You know, who cares what you look like when you're dating a Jenner, Kardashian, whatever? Who, right. Well, who cares? He, you're worth a couple million dollars. So know? to start the playoffs, she had three ex-boyfriends and her current boyfriend all in the playoffs. Yeah. And now, as of last week, just her current boyfriend sitting 2-0, yeah. looking pretty, well, with a broken nose. Looks like she picked the right one. Say, right? It, must be, it must be nice to go home after you play, you know, a primetime game with your billion-dollar contract and go home and look, you know, but it's Kylie, right? Look, I believe Kendall, so. Kendall, I have no idea. It looks look at Kendall. I still thought they were say, Kardashians. And until look over there and say, it. "Hey, baby, you know, yeah, they're good loving. You know what I mean? And and know if I knock you up, hey, you're a billionaire like me. Like it must be nice. Because they're Bruce Jenner's kids. Remember, I'm just Caitlyn Jenner hey, can't have. Kids. I'm just sitting there saying, no offense. <laughs> look, no offense. I know my baby mama is listening. If I could come home to a, a Kardashian or a Jenner, you know, I'd be pretty doggone happy if that's what I got to come home to. So, so you know. We're, we'll refer to people however they want to be referred. But like when he won the Olympics, he was Bruce Bruce. No, nope. when so, he had those kids, nope. he was Bruce, and he That's, was Bruce he, then. So like, there's Bruce, no way that you but, have to refer to him in the past tense. But, we in that gotta, way. but his name is his name is Caitlin. Well, that's fine. Now it is Caitlyn. Her, her name is Caitlyn. Her. Well, it's going to be take me a while to get used to this. Right? <laughs> I agree. I okay, agree, like it's not like I'm not trying. But speaking of the Olympics, back to what Al said. He sent us sent us a text. Go ahead, Al. What what what's it look like? You the. The New Zealand weightlifter kind of does look like they Brian a little like Brian, bit right? with long hair. Yeah. Um, I, again, will always stand on this line that I don't think transgender people should compete in sports that they identify as. I'm not as opposed to a transgender man, because honestly, if you can compete with biological men, awesome. You're a super stud. But when it comes to the weightlifter... They're talking, well, other girls are beating her. She's not even going to win a, a medal in, you're 43. The person that's going to win a medal is probably 25. Right. You don't normally compete at a Olympic level at 43. Not to mention, she referred to herself as a him for 35 years. years. Yeah, like 35 but years. We've had this question. And this is I've, I've started with you before with this. And I mean, like I said, I, I'm totally on your side. I, I agree. But at the end of the day, but I'd like to know what the other people that they're competing against got to say. You know what I mean? Like, if they're competing well, against other women. Well, there's lawsuits all over the care, country, though. I'm just saying, if, if they're competing against other women and they don't care, like, I don't care. Like, if they have a problem with it, then yeah, we should probably do something about it. But I mean, if it doesn't bother them. You know, I mean, it is it wrong? Yes. I mean, I was you're born a man. Listen, you're not going to go from Al to Angela. You're not going to go from Brian to Brenda. Now, I don't care what you do. Right. You know, and then if if you if as long as they don't care, I don't care. But people are suing. So, oh, I mean, are they? Oh, it's that people now. people okay. care. Well, in Connecticut, you had those high school Connecticut's all messed up. You right? had Well, they didn't even have any rules. So, remember well, that's we, the problem. we we talked about <laughs> we talked about uh, social transition and physical transition, like being two separate things. Like right. some people only socially transition, which to me is kind of what the New Zealand weightlifter did. Cause I mean, she, 
she looks the same, except she's got long hair now. Okay. Um, where in Connecticut, they don't really have any rules. So those people basically just made social transitions, were competing in the the men's track, and then went to the female and started crushing everybody. I think the the former state champ lost to every single one of them, except one time she beat one of them. And everybody's like, see, you can do it. He false started, or she false started, and got DQ'd. So the transgender person was out of that race. And then it goes to court, and some of those court cases, the judges are like, yeah, but you guys aren't in high school anymore, so what's it matter? And it's like, come on. I mean, I mean, if you know what you're competing against, you choose to compete. I mean, yeah, but what do you do? Not compete because then she's hurting her scholar. I like mean, the females are hurting their scholarship offers. Ass. Go out there and whoop their ass. You know what I mean? If, if yeah, I don't biologically, think that's, that's almost impossible. Though that's right. the problem. You know, and I'm not. I'm not like I said. I'm. I'm not disagreeing with nobody. Cause Does I, it give I the ladies know. a little more motivation? Maybe if they wanted to compete against them, sure. But it's still a physical unfair advantage. And I will all say this: this is the way. I, and I, you know, I've like I said, we've had this conversation previously, and I, I told you, Bert, that. Uh, the first thing I'd like to know is once you change your, your organs or whatever you do, like however you change it, you know, when you change, do you, do you, on your license, on your birth, does your stuff now identify as the other sex? If it does, it's, it's a thin line between discrimination. It's a thin line between how we well, you do. don't have the right to play sports, so I don't see it as discrimination at all. But what I'm saying is, you know, you can't, you can't discriminate. You can't look at somebody. I mean, you know, we've all got kids who played sports. We all played sports, you know, and there was people on our team where we looked and you were like, how did you make, but you, you can't discriminate because they're garbage. But at the end of the day, if, if, if their license says they're a woman at the end of the day, I look at it and say, I guess sure. you got to pee in the women's bathroom. How about this? I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think everyone gets to pee anywhere. And single user bathrooms of, in the state yeah. of Illinois, oh, you can use. You any guys bathroom. walk into a women's bathroom in Wrigleyville right now, and I guarantee you you're walking out. No, listen, that my, my mom owns CJ's Gaming here in town, right? Right. And she just they just reopened. Right. They had to go through all the new inspecting. Stuff. Go up there, spend some and, money, y'all. Yeah, and, and Al's obviously he's a plumbing inspector, right. but you have to. Now it doesn't. You can't have men and women. I got that I in front of there. That. So, and the thing is, is that to me that doesn't bother me. It doesn't as long as it is either, a single but... use, and you can close the door behind you, why? Why should it matter when you're at home? Because what happens when we get know? drunk? What happens when guys get drunk? And we're in the bathroom, and that girl, that really hot. But it's a single, single use. It's a single user bathroom. Single we're not use. sword fighting in there, crossing streams. We're not twelve. You're, man. There, you're turning around. And you're like, oh, hey, oh, so single use. So you like single use? Yeah, group bathrooms are still. That's what I'm saying. Group bathrooms are still. I'm talking about more like group. I'm talking like when you go to a ball game and you got to take a pee, does... Oh, the girls are going to lift their leg up in the trough? Is saying, the trough still she... there? No, man. It's like a long... Isn't it like a long... Look, like, I don't care what now. any of your documentation says. If I have, for your thing, if I have two COVID jabs in my hand and I say, if I give you the male version or the female version, if I give you the wrong one, you will instantly die. Are you going to tell me whether or not you're biologically I mean, male or that female? A extreme. I mean, you're talking about dying now. That's way extreme, bro. <laughs> like, but what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is your birth certificate, you can change right. supposedly now your right. driver's license. In the end, we're not talking about your identity or anything like that. We're talking about fairness to everybody. Remember right. the people you. that want, that want to promote 
the transgender in sports want everything to be fair for everybody. Right, right. Well, it doesn't seem fair to me to the large population of biological females that are competing in those sports. Right. One, you're taking opportunities. We're fighting for women's rights, are we not? And now we're going to take away all those opportunities from females. But that's why I say let them, like, if it bothers them, I've said it before, like, maybe we maybe we figure out a way to have a transgender Olympics or something like that. But don't you think females in general are, men are, men are, you know, more aggressive by nature. For the most part. Women. So I know some pretty aggressive. I know some. Correct. The, the, yeah, ex- the extreme cornfields, bro. <laughs> right. Know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, some... you have feminine men and you have masculine men, just like you have feminine women and masculine. And there is like a yeah, little bit yeah. of a crossover in there um but you have females by nature take teaching jobs social job jobs that are like feelings you know accepting people's feelings and doing all that you're gonna get beat hey the the statistics are out there the truth (laughs) is the truth you can't you can't change that and so to me i would venture to say females on average, aren't going to speak up about it. How would you feel if it was one of your kids and they wanted, they were, they decided to do it and they want to play a sport? Would you feel differently? Again, well, I got all daughters, so if they want to but, play like with, I'm saying, they play with the men. One of them walked in and said, I want to be a guy and I want to play in the sport. Would you support them? Yeah, because they're playing. They're, they are at a physical if they, disadvantage. If they wanted to change, if they were a girl, they'd be said, we're becoming a guy and now we want to play. You'd be okay with that? Yeah, because they're at a physical disadvantage. But it's not okay for somebody else to do it? Yes, no, not when they have it's a not physical a, advantage. It, it, I know what you It's not saying. okay for the males yeah, to compete you. in the female. So you're saying it's okay if it was a female coming over, but the male just because we're naturally built for a little bit more. Yeah, I honestly hope that if I had if I had a if I had a son, which I have four daughters, but if I had a son and he came to me and said that he wanted to transition and all that stuff, of course you're gonna love him and support him. But I hope also that I raised him with the same morals that I have, and he wouldn't even come to me and want to compete against okay. a lesser person. I'm going to say this out loud, and I mean nothing by this. I don't know how I would react if my son walked in here and said, Dad, I want to become your daughter. I don't. I would love my son through hell and high water. Don't get that twisted. You're always going to love your kid. But I think for me, there's certain lines where you're like, you know what, man? Like... I gave birth to a son and a daughter, you know, and, and by all means, do what you want. Like, you know, if you're gay, whatever you want to do. But I'm just saying, I gave birth to a son and I'm going to die having a son. And if you choose to do this, you know, there's consequences, repercussions. And I don't mean that against anybody because you can do what you want. I just think that there's being gay. I can handle, but transitioning out of the person that you raised your whole life, that, that. Would well, I will openly admit, I, I don't understand the need to do the transition and everything. And obviously this is well above my quote unquote pay grade. Just be you. If you want to grow your hair and wear dresses and stuff, you know, and still look, so you're going to tell me about your man thong now. Hey, it's very comfortable. Okay, it's yeah, breathable yeah. during the but day. But see, He doesn't shove it down people's throats. Well, maybe yours when I'm not here, but you know, it's, <laughs> you see, we got to go yeah, through. <laughs> That was super aggressive. <laughs> you guys got at me earlier, so trust me, there's going to be a few more. But it's one of those things that I just don't understand. It just, I don't like all the labeling of everything. Why can't they, why is, why are we concerned with, say, Bruce Jenner being called he, she, they, them, this, that, whatever the case may be? 
Why is it? She changed her name to Caitlyn. Why is it just not Caitlyn? Why I don't I just don't understand all the the, the labels. It's so stupid. Controversy. It's so. I mean, the world we've said it a million times. The world we live in. If there's no controversy, if there's not something that we can find something to nitpick at or or something, you know, it, it's it's to me like I sat there and said, if these men, women, etc., whoever changed, if they weren't in professional sports or if they weren't like some TV or some celebrity, guess what? We wouldn't even hear about it. We wouldn't, nobody cares. I mean, it happens every day. Like, like the, the, I want to say right. The dude from Juno who used to be a female. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I heard about that on TMZ for one day and then I'd never hear anything else about it. Oh, I hear about it. But every time I look up, I hear about, you know, Caitlin running for this or, or this or this. And at the end of the day, I do this. Like, dude, I honestly, God, I really, I don't care. Like, don't you want right. to be judged off your character, not just your sexual preference? You know. Like that's and like the you you try to get your, deep. It almost happened. It almost I'm happened. I'm being right for real. It's just like simple <laughs> thinking, like everything else, man. Like I just I don't understand. Speaking of controversy, though, I want to ask both of you about the. There's a BMX transgender person that had a tweet, and it might be older. I can't remember, but it just came across my newsfeed that. They wanted to compete in the Olympics and get on the podium so that they could burn the American flag on mm -hmm. the national stage. And I personally, I think it's fucking bullshit. You can burn the flag. You have the First Amendment right to, to do that. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it before where the black power fist that the dudes in the like 70s on the podium, you're there representing your country while also representing your cause. Mm -hmm. I think if you kneel on the podium, which you're not allowed to do, I'm happy the Olympic Committee made that rule. BS, it, but it, it, it's I'll not my, BS. I'll say my two cent with them. That part's not BS because to me, at that point, if you're kneeling on the podium, you are not uplifting your country and uplifting your cause. You I are agree with Al on this one 100%. You, you are uplifting your cause. This is my thing. I'm... I don't care. I'm I'm about to get angry. I am sick and fucking tired of everybody shitting on this country. Mm -hmm. It's old and it's it's just fucking old. The reason why people are shitting on the country is cuz they live such a good life that there's nothing else to do. Like people don't know real struggle in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I think that's where most of this comes from is that there's just so much time in front of the computer and but sitting around like kids don't even go outside and play or do anything. It's just FaceTime, screen time. I Googled it today. There are 194 countries that are recognized by most everybody. Mm -hmm. You don't like it? Pick one of the 193 and fucking go. But I'm tired of it. Well, this is okay. So, I mean, we've kind of touched this a little bit. Like, so we'll start with this. Number one, if you want to, although I'm against it. If you want to burn the flag, you do what you want to. This is America. I mean, it's 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 morally wrong, but I mean, if that's what you want to do, like hey, it just it just makes you a dick, just like look, calling a transgender person like not by the things, same right. pronoun. Exactly. You're, like, you're gonna you're get just a jerk. Be prepared for that. Number two, yep. the reason I'm against the Olympic thing is because, like I sat there and said, a lot of people are in Olympics because they want to stand in for the most part, like somebody like me. Like I love I love majority of the people here. I won't necessarily say I love America. Just because America's not, it's not what it says it is. 
It's it's like that thing where you look at a, a rated R movie and you're like, oh, this is gonna be the greatest movie. Then you're kind of like, ah, you're a little let down. But compared to, would you? Would, could but you give me? Could you give look, me a country that I'll is better? Here, I'll say this. I'll say this. This is and we phrase it because I think I had this discussion. I look at it similar to this vaccine that everybody that that got the world in uproar right now. Okay, so I heard for 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 four years from a lot of people. If you don't like what the, this country is saying, if you don't like the way we're headed, get out of here. Okay, you know, I understood you. So now I look and I say to people like, we're we're headed towards a country that's more more than likely, I still say that more than half the country will be leaning towards towards getting vaccinated just because of different reasons for perks and stuff that like I said, I don't personally care. Getting vaccinated is different than but, forcing but what people I'm to be vaccinated. This, if if they look at you and they say, This is what we're doing and you don't like it, that's like looking at you like like if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's like looking at you saying go to another country. Like when, when I get on that podium, what I did was I, if you want to get up there and you want to, the kneeling is, is a quiet protest. The fist is a quiet protest. Don't get up there with, I don't want you up there making all your protest speech. I don't want that. But I mean, if you get up there and it's the same thing, the football players did, if you get up there and you kneel, I don't, I don't still see the disrespect in that. As long as you're doing it in what I would sit there and say, like a respectable way, which don't get up there and trying to, you know, just get up there and quietly kneel with your head down or put the fist up. Because putting the fist up and kneeling, they're equivalent of the same thing. They kind of mean the same thing. One was just a different error. So that's the only difference I have is if you're going to go over there and you're going to compete and you're going to win from the good old US of A, that's good. But you know me and I'm a very open person when it comes to the land of the free is an open subject because it's really not the land of the free. It's really technically not. And there's a lot of things. It's, I think it's a lot easier for you guys to see one angle just because, you know, like I said, we, we're we all from the same neighborhood. Because we're white? Well, well, yeah, but I'm just saying we're all from like neither one of <laughs> Cracker us. Cracker ass, right, None of us grew up like, oh my God, but I'm just sitting right. there saying it's, it's, it's easier for me to see it because I look and I still see that side of America where it's like, yeah, man, but we're still not where we need to be. And if we were... I think that they're they're I agree with you. But as of right now, I think it's just a very it's a way to take this to another level because what's big bad America scared of? Are we scared to let other countries know that we can't even handle like we're we still got all these issues here and we're over here worrying about you guys and we got these issues here. It, but it's a but way, our issues know, compared to other countries' issues are not even really issues. But that's that, that's, that's what the, I'm that's getting. The yin at. And yang. It, it's hard to say though, because I agree with you to a point, but when I, you have uh, China's got weaker Muslims and concentration. But what I'm saying camps. is, when you don't have equality, where it's you can work right. here, you can get your money here, but we don't want to treat you not not just. But black that's people, a, I'm just saying whatever. But that's that's, a that's so, my main thing. But that's a social thing and not a country thing because there's no laws that allow you to discriminate against anybody, mm -hmm. right? So right. what you're talking about is individual people that are committing individual. Irrep you know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking but for? But was the first thing you said to start the previously? You said you can burn the flag because you have the freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Right. That's the freedom of expression. You can't you can't pull that from them. And you can't say I'm giving you the freedom of expression and then pull it from because they're expressing it in a way that maybe I don't agree with. Or you well, here, here's my problem with saying? that. When you said football, right? Mm -hmm. I, I I'm okay with it at football because first of all, me personally, I don't want any politics in my football. So the, the whole anthem and everything could be, Period. you right. know, cause like we've talked about before, when I'm in the basketball line, when I was in the basketball line yeah. and they played it, I'm no disrespect. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about let's whooping that up. team's yeah. ass and let's, let's play ball. ball. Yeah. So yeah. like, and, but to yeah. other people, it means other things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think but, it's more but, for but, the fans than anything either way. Sure. Yeah. But that, that, that being said, football is fine. That's one thing, mm -hmm. but 
the Olympics is all political. It, it's, it's all of it is political and it's about our country and it's not about individual companies and stuff. This is about yeah, your country. You, so right. my thing is, is if you really feel that way about your country, don't compete for our country. Move someplace else and compete for that country. Like I feel mm-hmm. your your, right. your idea you. with the messages. Like it's just that is the wrong platform. But if everybody says no, guess what? America is now mad at because the athletes that we want to represent us don't want to do it now. So now we're going. We're the most powerful country in the world. Now we're going to the Olympics and we're getting dog walked and everything. Your favorite player is going to the Olympics. He's not going to be allowed what to I'm kneel. Is, He's okay well, with it. Well. It, it, and like I said, everybody, I think it's your own. And to each one own, whatever you choose to do. I just think that it's that it's that thin line where I agree. If you don't want to do it, then you, okay, stay home. I'm fine with that. I'm I think that's so, that sends a bigger yeah, message. And I'm cool to with me. that. But my thing is, then we know Americans, so let's just say, and I'm just gonna let's just say it's Michael Jordan, and he says, "Hey, I'm gonna protest," and they said, "You can't," and he says, "Okay, I'm not going." Now, what we've now done is we've taken our chances at a gold medal and we've said well we were just at 100% now now we're at a 30% chance and America has to be number one I don't we have to be you know we can't come home with number two you guys know that in certain sports not everything but in certain sports you know that we can't come home with so here here's my question to you you are on board you said hey if the Cubs don't want unvaccinated people in you're okay with that right yeah I could care less so is the Olympic Committee not is that not their team so the Olympic Committee no, decides who's participating no. in the Olympics. I think I, I feel differently. When, no, you, when you play for the not. team, when you play for like the city team, that's one thing. When you're playing for this one, like they call you and they pick you and they say, hey, do you want to play? And you say, yeah, I want to play. But when you go to play there, like I'm not going there like, and I think we can all agree, like like the dream team. You don't really coach those guys. They, well, they're right. just naturally good. But I'm just saying like with the basketball players. But it's, it's still a team with a know, structure that has a owner, manager, per se. But and they decided as a committee, I don't you're not allowed did. to protest. I think, it, and I don't remember it, and I, I could be wrong, guys. The no. Olympic Committee decided. I think that I don't think it was any of our owners, because I think I think in American sports you're not going to even hear this discussion, because I think that's a very touch. Like you can't even call them owners anymore. They own the team. They're the owners, right. but you can't call them that. But I feel like the Olympics is going to be a little different, just because the guys who pick the Olympics are. I don't know. It's 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 a slippery. It's that slippery slope. You know what I'm saying. Speaking of problems in America, though, I mean that's that's just so silly. Like you just said, like we have to be so careful. Do you realize yeah. you're not? They're really trying to change the word mom. Yeah. Like to birthing parent. Yeah. Like yeah. like Kenny, the, these are the problems. Yeah. Not not We're, like yeah. You know, like yeah. I I feel like when it comes to the the racial inequality, of course, I, I you know how yeah. I feel about right. that. I know there's right. a difference, yeah. and I just also feel like that difference, even though it could be better. And you're always striving and fighting to be better. It's still better than any other country you could go oh, live in. Oh, thousand percent. And anybody don't you know? Anybody so it's like still yeah, love your country, yeah. man. Let's don't let's make a me. change, I, but love yeah. your country. I don't want to go anywhere else. America's the number one. Don't get that twist. I just feel like you know that when, especially with that's why I like to take politics all the way out of my sports, just yeah. because of reasons just like this. Because there's there's so many different ways to flip that coin, and the only thing that it comes back to heads and tails. You feel, but you can flip it a million different ways from a million different people, and at the end of the what. I, I just believe that it would it would hurt America more if we stood up and we said, hey, don't do this. Like I said, I think you said it best, Al. You're okay with the fist, the kneeling you really didn't want to be part to of. To me, just in general, you know, the kneeling, mm-hmm. I understand that it was never meant to be disrespectful. To me... It's disrespectful when, like when the when the okay. national anthem's being played. You're supposed to stand. I put my hand over my heart. But That's just kind of what you were taught. You. I've had this conversation with you, sir Brian. Question for you: 
you come into my house on a Sunday. We sit down. We got mm-hmm. some trees rolled up, a couple beers ready. We're sitting there. Everything's all good. And the national anthem comes on the TV. Do you stand up or do you sit your ass down and drink that beer and smoke that blunt with me? I don't think normally do but, you, wait, 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 do you but, hear the but, national anthem no, but, on but TV? Not, no, but previous yes. to this. Yeah, previous but, to, to all this craziness, when you used to hear it all, did you get up and did you do anything? Did you get up and stand up and take your hat off and did you stand there and do it? I think being in person where it's going versus it being broadcast over the TV is different. But what I, I get what I get. What I see what you're saying, but it's the same thing. Yeah, no, Kenny. The answer, the, you know you're, you're right. The answer that I was saying is no, he doesn't do that. I do have friends that do. Yeah. So here's my point to this whole kneeling thing. Yeah. Your 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 buddy Trump, your favorite orange guy, right? Oh, the what did I guy. what yeah. I tell you? Yeah, what I tell you guy. about? Him being reelected, I thought that it was a bad idea for one reason, not because I didn't vote for him, because I did. Mm-hmm. I I think that because of the diversity that he created, whether it was his fault or not, half of right. our country hated that man. Right. So the same the same for thing. No applies. reason. I, I agree, uh, but still, like, there's there's. <laughs> well, that's another conversation for media driven reasons. I mean, it's it's just half. It, it's it, just fifty percent. I think yeah. it's kind of the same thing. It's the same thing now. Kneeling for the flag. There's half of the people that think it's disrespectful and half that don't. So just because it causes so much diversity, just take just it eliminate take it. it. Well, like me, and not I, not, but you can't eliminate for the Olympics because right, you're there right, for your country. And I mean, I say this openly, no disrespect, dude. Literally, it's been ten years. Every single time, anybody who ever can think back to watch me in a gymnasium, ever since I walked out of high school, every single time the national anthem gets played, I walk out in the hallway. Nothing to do. I've been doing it for literally forever. Nothing to do. It's just that I know what the song represents. I've known for years what this song represents. So it's like, I love America. But I think that there are certain things in America that we need to change at this point. I think right now, like, we talked about changing the flag. I see that we're ahead of our time because we're not crazy. We are not changing the flag. And we're not going to do it. But it's one of those things where it's like, it, it might be time to start changing. But they are, you know? if you change I, I the agree. flag, you erase history. But, but we're talking about history because, you know. But there's, there's you know, the complete opposite of the spectrum too like so big country right gary mm-hmm. you know our boy yeah, from back yeah. in the day four fours with he, a he he hears it on the radio yeah he'll stop working take his hat off he oh, puts see? his hand like okay. there's 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 just and and you know him like yeah. he he didn't serve or yeah. anything just he just he feels is. he's religious and also feels that like this is his side right this isn't what i'm saying i believe but this is what i'm sure a lot of people believe is that that flag represents the soldiers that fought that give us the right to play that sport on that day Right. So I think that's what their some some of their when I hear the national anthem, that's what I'm thinking about is there are people that died for all of the rights that we have. A lot of black people died fighting for all the rights. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking I'm thinking about that. So if you're thinking about something, uh, something else during the national anthem, other than thinking about the freedoms that we have and the people that died to give you those freedoms. I think you're thinking about the wrong thing. But aren't you taking, and I agree, totally. What what you said is, and I want to throw another thing out to you real quick. What you just said, the freedoms they fought for is now one of the freedoms we're trying to take away, which is self-expression freedom. I mean, and America, I, I, see, I see both sides of the yes, spectrum. Yes, me too, because America also treats, treats people do, differently. I do. I, that's what I'm saying. I do see everything. I see why you're saying it. And I'm not saying like... I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just sitting there saying that it's that that's that's weird. I agree because but this is my I guess you know, when it comes to the Olympics, if you have a disdain for the country, 
don't be on that right. team because that team is representing right. the United States. The jersey you're wearing, right. you know, the name on the front's more important than the name on the back. Yes. That name is USA. And if yeah. the message is bigger saying. than that, Kenny. I understand what you're saying. It, and if, it and if, away from them, and what if KD doing. and Steph and yeah. all them say, I'm not going, that makes such a bigger statement than just kneeling. It does, but I just think that America, if they say they're not going, I think that I think it, it's. A I wouldn't if watch you do, it. You're well, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you don't do it, then America's going to get on you talking about some. Well, you're not going and going to play for America, and if you go and you do something, they're going to. So I think it's one of those. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. So at the end of the day, it's like this. They said that there's going to be some kind of reparation, repercussion, or whatever they said. Listen. I don't. So he think, said reparations. Right, almost right. I had to change it. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's anybody. You're gonna kneel. They're gonna give you a hundred dollars. You're not gonna. If you decide to kneel, you probably get a smacking on the hand. But I don't really think they're gonna do a whole lot. It's just gonna be further. Debate. Well, if you if you're on the podium and you're kneeling at that point, you're Olympic. I could see them banning you from participating oh, again if you're a youngster. I yeah, I don't think they do. They're banning you because let's say KD did it. You can't. I mean, KD staff. Gone. Don't care. I mean, I mean, if one of them does it. Don't care. And, on, and they don't strip play them again. from the medal here. That's once again, you know, though. I know both. They wouldn't I strip see, them from the medal. It's, 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 I see both sides, though, point. because if his message is more important than that gold right. medal, he's going to do what he's going to do. This is, in the end, whether we're talking about the Olympics or anything else, my point is right now, I'm tired of people trying to push racial equality with shitting on the country. Mm-hmm. We need racial equality, not equity. Mm-hmm. Not equity. I'm tired of people using that word, too, because I put in more effort than somebody that's not doing anything. Mm. I deserve more. I don't care what color you are. Equality. We all can start at the starting line together, you know. But my thing is to get there, again, you don't have to shit on people. This is the greatest country in the world. Mm. We haven't always lived up to our ideals in the Constitution, but we're always striving to get there. We're always striving to get better. I'm sorry. We're better than we were in the 1800s. We're better than we were in the early 1900s. We're we're getting better. So to say that we're not the best representation of America is today. We are the best that America has ever been. And if you disagree with that, you're a... Well, I'm sorry, you're a fucking I, idiot because it's, you, it's true. I'd, I'd like to take you for six months and put you in the middle of Inglewood, Chicago and sit there and say, come on with that same exact attitude after you've been. And, and I'm, what I mean is change you, like figure a way to have you every day go out as a minority in this country. And I think that when you came back, you maybe you would think the same, but you would actually you'd be able to stop and kind of be like, I. But that's I, what I'm saying. I get what you're but saying. But I get what, I'm from here. But I also understand the other side because I've seen that. Other I side. get that. But you don't. Uh, so I, I, I don't think that is disrespectful to America. I understand what you're saying. But stepping on a flag, burning a flag, something like that, disrespectful. Kneeling quietly, putting a fist up or something like that. I think that that I don't call that disrespect. I, I, that's a thin line with me with that disrespect word because there are ways to disrespect this company, and you never should. But I just think to me. There's a thin, thin line with what we consider disrespect. Don't you feel like kneeling during the national anthems the same as stepping on the flag? No, no. because like I said, the, the and, and I've told you a million times. I don't know if I do the, either, the though, because anthem. a lot of people kneeled while having the flag, yeah. like and, on and their And like back. I said, a lot of those guys, you know? there's people who had military, and a lot of people. If I've said it a million times, if you really go back and you look and listen to the whole song and understand the whole origin behind it. It's the only way that, that that stops is if we sit there, we figure out a way to change our national anthem. That's a little bit more for everybody because. It, 
it's, I, it's just like I said, it's that it's that yin and the yang. You know, I'm not that black power to the fullest guy, but I'm also not the guy who's like, hey, let's shit on the black people. I'm the guy who just I sit back, I understand both angles of it, so it's hard for, for me. For sure. But I want to ask you guys a question along hang, these hang lines. Hang on though, I want I want to touch one more thing mm-hmm. on what you said though. Mm-hmm. The origin. Let, let's be honest. I don't care about the origin. I understand there's an origin story. Mm-hmm. Or there's a previous version. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means, though, anymore. How about this? The origins of mass production of cotton mm-hmm. is black people picking it. You still wear cotton? But why did? How does that change? How does how does the origin of if the song was made and it was a slave song and that's what it's been known as its whole time and then America took part of it, which which whatever, and they said this is going to be the part we wanted this song, which is fine. It doesn't change. If we sit down now, we listen to Chronic. When you listen to any of the words of the national anthem, but, though, what do it does? But they only paid. What I'm saying is, they only play us a snippet. It's it's like they give us. A so what you're notes. saying is, they took out the racial part and used the part they that took, is representative. They, they kind of butchered it. Like I said, if if you listen to the whole thing, it's it's just one of those things where if we're gonna move past this as a country, if we're gonna get to a point where we all literally can look and say our past is our past. Some things we got to understand, like I said, I'm not down with tearing down everything in this world because a lot of it needs to be here. But there are certain things from our past that we don't need to erase, but we need to put in a box and sit there and say, these, this is made for history. Now, this is history. So our kids can learn from it and let's, let's change this. You know, it's happening every day. But I think the fact that they took out the racial parts, uh, and I've never heard that version. Yeah, right. I got you. But if they already took those out, didn't they make the change for the better? No. No, because the whole point is it's just kind of, and, and, and I know what you guys are going to say, and I'm going to agree before I say it out loud, but I again, I see there's, it's just like changing the Indians or just like changing the Redskins. It's, it's just like changing something. If you know what's wrong and you know what's wrong and it doesn't matter it, what it is about. If it's wrong, we have to figure it. And it, it goes both ways. If it's something black, like I'm going to trans, it, it, I'm going to speak on this. It's just like this, the whole Juneteenth thing. Okay. I understand it's a holiday. I, I've known about it my whole life. I've done. I don't celebrate Kwanzaa. Like I've said before, I celebrate Christmas and Halloween because it's so close to my birthday. Other than that, I don't do Father's Day and Mother's Day. I don't do all those. That's another thing that they're now bringing out. And should we have it? Sure. I got it. Okay. But it's just going to cause more divide because instead of throwing, like we were saying, instead of throwing parties and twerking on cars, man, let's have some something together where we, hey, invite everybody out. Let's do some face painting. Let's have somebody get up there like my, my mother. Somebody was... Explain to me. Let me know what Juneteenth is. Let's have some some good barbecue and some camaraderie and bring everybody together instead of saying, hey, it's Juneteenth. And then having black people like, happy Juneteenth. There's black people now saying happy Juneteenth. I've known you for 40 years. You ain't never said nothing about Juneteenth. But now all of a sudden you got a shirt. And and that's my thing, too. I I think that everyone has to have their own things. But it's like this change that we're all talking about and that we want so desperately How how can you get there when I don't know who the people that make these changes are? But there should never be Black History Month. Yeah, gosh, I agree. dang it! Most racist you, thing you, in the yeah, world. Yeah, I isn't mean it? it is because like you are just American yeah. history. Yeah, it makes no sense, and I get it because it's not in the books. Like right. I mean, I right. can I can tell you from experience living in Genoa, mm-hmm. we we there was maybe five prominent black people we ever learned about yeah. and every year yeah. in february it's the same five same people over and over so and so over, we yeah. don't yes like it, it none of that makes sense i don't know how that part changes but like even like we me and you've talked about this before the the you know having all black colleges yeah. and things like that Gotta switch all this it's stuff just up. i i i know that that distinct i, well, I don't know because i'm white but wanting to have your own thing and not right. let it go and hold on to it right. because it was it, i mean jesus was a major part of history right but also to be able like you said that needs to almost be put into a box 
and taught about, yeah. but like move forward. Yeah. And, and I don't know how to get there because you know, everyone's not me and you yeah. is the problem yeah. or out. Yeah. Like there, there's just like all of our other conversations. There are people all the way over here right. and all the way over here. And right. I honestly think most of us are in the middle. Yeah. We would just need to talk. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 but I don't know how to make those changes. Yeah, like, hard, obviously, I have a, 12, a lot of 12th grade education over yeah, here, bro. Right. But, hey, like, bro. how do also, you do it? I also have uh, now, you, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you have to look at history too and put everything into perspective. You do learn about Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. When you're talking history, but you don't learn about W.E.B. Du Bois, you don't learn about Marcus Garvey, you don't learn about, you hear about the major ones. You don't, right. hear about How the, many you don't more? hear about the second ones that were like, hey, there might have been a Martin Luther King, but, you know, right behind him without this man, there is no, you know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. like speaking on Mike without mentioning Pip. And all they do is they want to keep mentioning the major ones, but there's so many more. Think about back in the day, the, you know, how many, how many black people probably came up with awesome ideas that. I that, hate never, this, yeah. that that the white that guys probably stole, stole because they from. were in a higher place of yeah. power. There's a lot of those. That, that, so that, that, the claim, as, I'm not a history person like that because I don't believe half of what I read because I wasn't there, so I don't know if it's true or not. But based off of the things that I was taught over my life from my parents and different people teaching me about my black history, there's a lot of things they claim that we a black man. But we need to know the black. But that's history. what I'm saying. The real black and that's history. What, that's <laughs> but that's how we change it. We have to first of all, I agree. Get rid of Black History Month. I hate that because first of all, Black History it's not a month. It, it's 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 part of American history. Like I, we don't have American History Month. You know, it's just it's just American history. But I guess that's what I'm getting. You know? I'm getting at with the history thing is. Plus, they gave us a the little month. Of, they gave us February. At least give us a long. Yeah, he's month. gonna break down the numbers. I know it. He's gonna be like the percentage of white people compared to black people back then is why it is what it is. Well, that's it. it it's right? true. If you think that that black Americans mm -hmm. make up twelve percent of the population today, mm -hmm. so what was it back then? Let let's say like 6%. Right, right. So of course, most of the history is going to be about white people because they made up an even larger portion of the population early on in this country's history. As mm -hmm. we go now, as we move forward, right. you are going to learn more about like the Barack Obamas and, and, and that stuff. How about, how about just other yeah. entrepreneurs? Just, yeah, just, do they you know, really? just like, well, that's, I, I don't, but see, I don't want to listen when, when it comes to history, I don't want, like, I don't care who invented the light bulb per se. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You like, know, at like, at the end of the day, I don't care. Thank you for the light bulb. MLK, like, those people are significant people in our history. George Washington being the first president is significant. The Declaration of Independence, the making of the Constitution, the Civil War. Like mm -hmm. certain things are significant when it comes to history. I don't want every time we open a book, it be like 2000 pages. And it's like, but, well, this guy made the car wash automatic feed. So you don't ever have to spray it down or hand wash. Like, I don't give a shit. To say, I, That's I, not I, what history is for. But at the same time, unfortunately, in this country, there's always going to be two sets of history. There's going to be white history and black history. Because... We were we were raised at a time when there was nothing but division, so there was black and white. That's just the facts that we all know. Is it's, it's true? Those are right. facts. So it's like I understand. Yes, you're talking about George Washington. You're talking. About, I agree with that. But for every one of those that did something for you, why can't we sit there simultaneously and say, "Hey, at the same time, you know, 
such and such was doing this for the African-American people and at the same time. Movement. And this is how we ended up here and bridge them together and sit there and say, and that's how we come into 2021 as like, hey, it's not black or white Because to anymore. us, those look like baby steps, bro. you know, but to them. And, I, was... and I'm, I'm serious. And I and I, I mean this with no disrespect because, you know, I, like I said, I grew up with everybody. I love everybody equally. But I'm tired of hearing about white history. I, I've heard it since I was in kindergarten. At some point, I want people to understand, like... Well, it's not just white well, history, it's just history. But it's di- right, but I want people to understand, like, what like, like what Bri understands. Like, you know, while you guys were sitting here eating the cow, the cows and eating the great cornbread, I was at home with some soup being a cornbread, bro. You know what I mean? I, and people are looking, and they're like, what is that? Okay, so explain to them that we got the leftovers, and we had to take the leftovers that were at the table, and we had to make an actual meal about it. And now this, this what you look at is, like, the junk is something that we look at, we're like, oh, this is fire. People don't know stuff like that because they're like, what? Like you eat what? What is what is, you know, a, a hog bone or what is what is pickle pig? And people look at you. But it's like it's some things where it's like, you know, we need to we need to get this country at a place if we're going to move forward where I believe we will. I believe that by the time, Lord willing, by the time all our kids are grown, we won't have this conversation. But we have to move forward in a way where it's not if we're going to have what we consider American history, we have to combine them all. We have to put everything in there. We have to revamp our books. We have to revamp our schools, our teachers. And we have to sit down and say, listen, black history, white history, Hispanic history, Indian history, whatever it is, this is American history. We're going to learn about everything in a nutshell. And we're not going to pick a month. We're going to mix everything in together. And we're just going to pick something out of hat. And, and I'm okay with learning the things that you learn about in black history and integrating them into a normal curriculum. Per se, because those are things that are. Did you ever learn about the Black Panther in school? Black Panther. You know why he didn't? Because it makes him uncom- It makes people uncomfortable. Black Panther meaning the Black Panther Party, like the actual party, the movement about it. While people think that it was like this, if you we didn't learn about it because it makes people uncomfortable. It makes people uncomfortable to talk about that. But we'll want to sit there. And, and again, I'm not saying this. You don't in think a they teach way, about the Black Panthers now? But no, no, they're still not. But the Black Panther would have been the the, the black quote unquote African American version of like. The like you, well, no, no, because that's, that's what, what white people. That's think. what they think. That's but what you know, that would be like our army. They were fighting for other black people because our army at that time wouldn't fight for us. They they wouldn't fight for us. They still looked at us as like, well, you're nothing. So they were our army. So people get it as, oh, you guys were the KKK and this and that. No, man, we just we we couldn't play with you guys. Like we had we had to burn stuff down and do this stuff because so we I, had to. I guess my question to you on all of that stuff would be. I personally feel like there just needs to be a generic version of history taught yeah. through K through 12. Yes. If yes. you want to get deep into the Black Panther Party and, and, and other things. We can take it to college. Th- or something. That, that's a higher it. education. Like That's why when I'm saying I only want the major things taught because I think as kids coming up through high school and stuff. You don't need to be bogged down with all that stuff because I think a lot of the stuff, and I'm not just talking about black stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about general, right, the the, it, yeah. the minor things. Like yeah. that's why I only want to like landmark things, like I got you. the you know when Lincoln freed the slaves you. and stuff like that. Because I, I what you're when you want to get older, your your personality and your life experiences and everything, and your opinions will. Then you can start diving into that stuff in a deep detail because you're you're more able to absorb the knowledge. I'm sorry, but when I was in high school, I was a dumb ass kid. If you would have told me anything about the Black Panther, first of all, right, I, I didn't learn saying. about but, shit. But don't you still anyway, feel like I'm a though? C student. Yeah, but don't you still feel like when you open your books, like when I'm 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 starting to look back at all this stuff, right? And like when you when you're saying like 
it should be just all together. I agree then. But like when you open our history books back from the dead, do you ever remember like your normal people like having like black families in it? And like, I don't, I don't, how about this? I I don't want, cause the, the new thing is critical race theory, right? That's Mm -hmm. what everybody's talking about. It's not critical race theory. It's identitarianism. I don't want to learn about people's identity. I don't give two shits about my identity. Like the fact that I'm a a white male, you're a black male. I identify as a female. I I stop. Who was important? Martin Luther King was important. George Washington important. Lincoln. Right. Tell me the important people. I I I don't give a shit about their stuff. Don't give me the sporty cast. Give me the big dogs. Yes. Well, and that, and if you said, Hey, George Washington, we found out George Washington was black. Cool. I don't care. Stop trying to push all that shit because I'm sorry. I'm telling you right now that we are taking, you say we're moving forward mm-hmm. by making everything about black people and white people and pushing all that shit. We're going to take two steps back to take three steps forward. I don't think so, bro. I think that we're headed forward right now. I think that, uh, as bad as, like I said before, and, and you know, I'm not going to be the person who's going to put it all off on him, but I think that the best and the worst thing that ever happened to us was Agent Orange because it, it stirred up a lot of controversy. But what it did was it opened think, people's and eyes. And I think I've said this to you before like, I, 41 years old this year, and I felt like I fought, made a lot of fights, and I don't feel like I had a lot of white people behind me. With everything that happened within that last year with COVID, I felt like there was a lot of white people finally who were kind of like, so wait, stop. Like, this ain't. I finally feel like some things started to shake some heads. You know what I mean? And for the first time, honest to God, I feel that I feel more American and I feel more um, not respected, but more welcomed and, and more people are more liable nowadays to to give me an opportunity or look past maybe my outward appearance or whatever it is, just because I think people now understand that, you know, we were all kind of raised quote unquote the wrong way just because I mean we were raised out here you know what I mean if you're raised somewhere else it'd be different but I think that a lot of people are starting to open up their eyes and sit there and say like you know what you know this ain't right this ain't right you know and 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 it's not about like I said you a lot of people I know that voted for Trump still feel that way too it's just it's I think a lot of people's eyes got opened up this last year with a lot of things that we're, we're built to kind of close our eye and turn our head from and I think more people open up their eyes now and they kind of look over and believe it or not you know what I think actually changed a lot Kobe. Kobe hit everybody. That that hit everybody in a way because Kobe was respected like Michael Jordan. I think when all that happened, it kind of like hit people because we were all crying for a change. We were all crying over the same situation for a change. It wasn't like he was a great black athlete. It was, this is Kobe. No. You know what I mean? And he transitioned. All exactly. I think that was like, that would be like when Mike, if something, happened to Mike, that, if something happened to Mike, I feel like people would be like, yo, man. It gets our mind off of what we don't want to hear about all the time, which is the politics. And it lets us our guard down. And then it's not so quick of, well, you went for Trump or you went for Biden. Then it's just, hey, dude, we're Americans and this is fucked up, bro. Like this, we all have to live here together. So I think we're headed the right way. If we can continue to do it, more people open their minds up, more people sit down. And like I've said to you before, I believe that if I'm out with you guys and somebody we're out drinking and somebody drops the N-bomb, you know, one or two or three times, Brian, I've been with you before. A friend of ours <laughs> did it. You know, he was the first person before anybody could do anything. He was the first person to check him. I think we just need more of that, which is checking your friends, 
black people when we're out together we're we're dropping the m-bomb we got to check our friends the same way i think we're checking each other in a different way so i think we're trans we're transitioning the right way if we get there or not i don't know but i think we're finally headed the right direction i think we're i'm not saying we're not heading the right direction but i guess when you turn on the mainstream corporate media and you have owned by the predominantly white people um yeah, but being honest, owned by predominantly white people, super right, super rich white liberal elites right. that like to pander to people. Like right, I said, right, you know right. who's pushing all this uh, division right now? I and I'll, I'll keep saying it, and I don't care if I'm offending people. It's suburban white liberal women. It's true. Period. It's, true. It, it, it's what's doing it. But when you turn on the TV and you see. Fucking people, Karen. <laughs> Karen. Fuck but when they you had s- a black person over their house one time, and all of a sudden they're missing, you know, righteousness. No, went to one went to one march so they could be. They on didn't the front have page any black people over at their house. They just went. They just went somewhere and Dude, said Black Lives food? Matter. Who delivered their food? <laughs> depends, depends on what you ordered. If you ordered Chinese. Right, so, so, fellas, real quick, we we've been talking for like well, an hey, hour. I, I also, I just want to tell you, soon we're gonna have to wrap this up because I've got six girls at my house right now that I have to cook supper for. So I would like to talk about something not so heavy. Well, I, I want to finish one subject before we get there and, and then we can. I mean, this conversation is like fat girl heavy and sorry for all the bigger, it, thick ladies out it, there. Cause well, you everybody know, needs love. I don't mean any disrespect. Everybody needs it. love. But when you have people saying that you're white, therefore you are inherently racist. That's wrong. That's some bullshit. Yeah, dude. That, has, that's, that has to stop. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's wrong. When you, if you, if you think that's, when you're telling younger white boys and girls that, well, you're white, so you're for sure racist anyway. You just don't know you're racist. And that's what they're pushing with that critical race type or stuff. Or trying to come back and cancel people like Mark Wahlberg. Like, who? We know Marky right. Mark. We know Mark. I mean, yeah. dude, you, right. come but on. So you, and they want to they cancel him for something that he did when he was like 13 well, both, years old. So you guys can both understand, though, that's not majority of black people. Because majority of black people are not I don't think majority that. of black it's, people. Just like that. when you hear the... Oh, voter ID is racist. That comes again from liberal white suburban women. If you ask a black person, they're like, I'd like to show an ID. You know, what are well, you saying? I'm, I'm too dumb to find the DMV. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you like, that's, that's, the only, that's the kind of stuff that like I, you know, that I, I feel like. That's, that's the only thing you can come up with. Why is a voter ID being suppressive towards the black voter? Well, 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 uh, are they too dumb to get one? And let me ask you a question. The only thing you can come up with is... Are there really that many people in, like, downtown Chicago? Because obviously, you know, I hang out there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, obviously... The answer is no. Like, that's I already mean, know do, the do question many, you're going to ask. Do, do, do people really walk around without IDs? Like, people don't have them? No. Dude, I don't know. I, I mean, my ID goes I mean, how do you everywhere. buy How do you buy anything, liquor, my, anything my online? My ID is like my cell phone. It goes so, with me everywhere. So basically, so. those people that say voter ID is hard for black people, what they're saying is black people don't go on planes. Black people don't buy alcohol. Black people don't buy cigarettes because all those well, things, well, you get carded on all that stuff. I, well, well, I'll save that for you and me, Al, because I think that goes into that real ID thing that I... I that's a whole other subject for me, that real ID that they're forcing everybody to get. Can we talk about that's Trey Young's about, hairline? That's, that's a different subject for a different day. <laughs> I do want to ask you guys a funny question, though. I don't want to talk about Trey Young's hairline. <laughs> guys. He's but, kind of weird well, looking. No, he's got shitty hair. hair for Trey, this is a little bit of football. He's a killer, question. though. This, this shit looks sorry, like, go football, ahead. like go ahead. doll hair that got stapled on his head. Um, it does. We're all sports guys. We've all talked about the difference of signing your contract and living and blah, blah, blah. We've talked about that. Biggest story out there right now is that bad man from Green Bay, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. 
I've debated. I've talked to people. I've told everybody Aaron Rodgers is not wrong for sitting there saying, so listen, you guys didn't, you guys didn't treat me like the superstar. We all know the superstars in any sport. It doesn't matter. Baseball, football, whatever sport, when you go and you draft somebody and you're the superstar, you're the face of that franchise, you definitely get put in on all all discussions, coaches, GM, whatever it may be. You have to, you're the billion dollar player on the team. They didn't do that. They drafted Jordan Love. Okay, cool. So A-Rod sits there and she says, so he sits there and he says, you know, I don't want to play here anymore. I don't think there's a way that franchise bounces back unless you trade him. Only because of the fact of this. You got D, you got D Adams, who's probably, I'll, I'll say, it, one of the top two receivers in the league to me right now. I, I love you know, I, I love him. I love him in a Chicago uniform. I, I do it. Yeah, I love it. But he's a free agent this year, so he's probably going to leave. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be here. Is there any way that this guy doesn't get traded? Is there any way you you are the Green Bay Packers and you look and you have the kahunas to look at him and say, you're the MVP. You're probably still top four, maybe top top four in the, in the NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. You want to get traded. We're going to make you sit and then save face as a franchise. I, I, I don't see that you have to trade him. You I say, I say pick an AFC team and go. I say pick any team. No, not any team. I I, yeah. I would make as long as it's not in our division. That's well, that's because we're Bears fans. But I mean, like, I, yeah, go go to the other division so we don't have to play. So you don't take the best deal on the table. Every once in a while, you know. Do you really want Aaron Rodgers to come back to Green Bay and whoop your ass? I agree. Twice a year? But do you take the best deal on the table? If somebody's looking at you like, hey, we're going to give you three number ones. Well, one thing you know, Jordan Love can't play quarterback. Hey. Because if he could, Rodgers would already be gone. Well, which, I, which is why Rodgers has a problem with it. I think differently. <laughs> I think the thing is, I think he can play quarterback like Trubisky. I think he'll be he's a Trubisky, but I think that the reason they're yeah, doing but, it. But is, you just moved on from 30 years but, of Brett Favre I, and Rodgers right, to go I to think Jordan Aaron Love. Rogers, I think what this is, this is more of a dick measuring contest. And I think what Aaron Rodgers is doing is looking at him and realizing, like, I have all the leeway here. Like, I, I can walk out of this as being one of the goats and nobody will look down on me. But if you guys don't trade me, I can promise you nobody comes here. Nobody signs here. Like you first, Brett Favre left, and then I'm leaving, and you. All I said was trade me. I didn't say release me. I said trade me and get something for me. And what you guys chose to do was hold me. If I was them, he would have been traded already. He I would have somewhere. I would have already traded him. I mean, and I, if, I'll, if I'll you be don't, honest, I would have traded him somewhere. Like, well, once you for sure, like once you for sure know he's not coming. That back, he's dude. not coming back. Like we, like we all know now, and like supposedly the conversations he's had with them dude, now, he's not coming back. Yeah, you have to trade him because you're yeah. not going to get anything for him. You're really just going to be like. Well, hmm, I'm mad at you, right. so, so go sit ahead, out, yeah. and I'm not going to get anything for you, and you're not going to get anything either, and there you go. Right. That's that. That's why I say Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose in that situation to me. I don't think anybody looks at him and makes him lose. At that point, no. he, he did what was right. I don't want to play here. I'm asking you guys to trade me. I gave you 13 years in a championship and an MVP. I have the right to call my card. I, I think the relationship, from, from what I've read, he's already told teammates – I'm not coming back. He's not coming back. It, regardless, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not coming back. He was funny on Jeopardy. Yeah. So he's got that. He's good. He, he's got yeah. that. I mean, Rogers, let's be he's honest. Good. He's already signed a couple hundred million dollar contracts. Exactly. So he and, and let's 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 also say how fast he'd be on like if he wanted to be and how much money he would make to be on Monday Night Football. That's what I'm saying. He'd be right. a I mean, instantly. 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 He uh. He just, I, I mean, as the organization, I do think you have to get something for him. I mean, it, they fucked up. They, they fucked up last year in the draft. 
it's not that they fucked up by drafting Jordan Love, but when you the Bears let Andy Dalton know they were drafting yep. Justin yep. Fields. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You told Andy yeah. Dalton you were drafting yeah, Justin to do Fields. And you and yeah. you draft running backs. You don't draft receivers. Yeah. You draft You don't put the weapon. It you makes no they, sense. The offer I read the offer that they put out for a Julio because that was one of the things I heard Aaron Rodgers said, if you get Julio, I'm coming back. The offer that I read that they put out there, like even Atlanta laughed at, like that's nowhere near going to be good enough to get Julio Jones. Yeah, but didn't us. Julio go for like a second and a third round pick think it was anyway? Like a second round pick. But most people didn't want to give up that second round pick. Remember that contract, that ninety-one million for injury prone. Man, I mean that's a lot of money. I mean that's and he's getting older. I mean he he's still he's still one of the best. He's Julio, but but I mean I mean he ain't. He's Julio three quarters. But I'm saying he ain't (laughs) Allen Robinson where you're pulling that first. Like to get a second for that's a steal. To get that second, I still right. I still applaud though because I I'll be honest. I wanted him. I wouldn't give it up that second. I mean I don't even think Julio's the best receiver on his team. Oh, it's close. Him and him and him and Brown are gonna. It's close. He's not the best player. Well, the best player, no, that's Chris Johnson. The best player on the team is Chris Johnson, but the best receiver, that's a close one. Is that's his name Chris Johnson? The running back. No, that's their old one. Oh, oh Derek Henry. <laughs> Derek Henry. Yeah. I was Chris like, Johnson, Chris Johnson, remember how many years Chris in fantasy he went number him, one, yes. though? He was yeah. really good. Chris Johnson he was really good and fast, yeah. like he was, yeah. 15 yeah. years ago. <laughs> 15 years I forgot. Ago, that's where I'm going in my head because I, I could see the dreadlocks. But yeah, yeah, Derek I'm like, yeah, Chris no, Derek Henry is, in my opinion. You said Chris Johnson. I'm I'm just like, at least I had the right team. At least I can say that I had the right team. He was on the right team. Yeah, no. Derek Henry, yeah. I mean, he Brown is obviously the best receiver, like overall. And if you were going to start is it a team, that close? you think it's, it's, is it not close to you? Just age, I think age and everything. So you're so just you're so you gonna... don't think that Brown and Julio are close. I think there's like four, five receivers maybe that I put above Julio. Well, I mean, healthy Julio, healthy well, Julio. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If if you said Julio's given you 16 games. Then of course yeah, I'd still have Julio you. up there, but I'm I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking Julio's gonna give you in a 17 game season he's gonna give you 13, mm-hmm. and if you're starting a franchise, obviously you're going with Brown just because yeah, he's he's younger he's, like, younger. he's just like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, so um, do you guys think that he knew on skipping uh, on Shannon and uh, Skip? Do you think he knew oh, when he was on the phone? I don't think so. I've heard it I over think he and knew over he was again. On the phone. I don't think you don't call you you. You know that call, and you know who that is, and I don't. I don't believe in my heart because I. I've never heard him say. Actually. It was so weird, just how he said at the end. Hey, by the way, you're on the air too. Okay, bye, 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 cousin, or whatever he but said. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I think he would have came out and he would have said something, and the report said. He I don't. Said maybe something, not. But maybe because well, he wanted he out. Wanted though, out. Either he way, did, no? but I mean. I, I think he knew. I mean, it's it's just to me. Even if he didn't, if he didn't know, he should thank Shannon Sharp. Well, no, if he did, know, because that's a that bitch made move. it happen. If if he did know, that's a bitch move by Shannon because you put him in a weird spot. I agree with you that part, but if you really wanted to leave, that, I mean, that yeah. was that. I yeah, think that, that was, was the last straw. The that straw. was the yeah, be like, oh, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> that was the one where it's like, yeah. oh well. Speaking of like that whole situation, is the most like incredibly sad thing you've ever seen did you watch the like documentary thing when d rose was doing his like documentary and they called and told him he was being traded to the knicks and he was being interviewed yeah yeah i've seen that before the dude, d rose actually that's it almost makes you cry because he starts crying and he's it was did you, did you, i love that man i don't know why he's not here teaching kobe how to how to be a Money. point guard. I wish Money. he was. Damn. I don't think he wants to come here. And, and answer your question. I hope he retires yeah. here. And answer your question now. I think I think that hurts any player, especially when you're playing at your home. 
when you were so close because everybody and their mom that I've ever talked to have sat there and said, D Rose doesn't blow his knee out. We get a championship. Yes. Period. There wasn't a team that was going to beat us with uh, Boozer and Noah and Dang. And uh, we were just, we were ready. How fun was that team too? I mean, we hadn't had that taste since Mike. That's what ran. I mean. It ain't got us. And I think, I mean, I think for any of us, you know, it's, it's just like Sycamore or, you know, or for you, like for Genoa, if you get to that champion, if you're so close and all you want to do is be able to come back home and be like, you know, I did this, this is, this is me. And to be that close and then to have them eventually say, Hey, so this is the way we're going to go. I mean, your pride has to take a hit because you've got the city on your back and for any athlete, I think that would have to almost feel like failure. Although it, it, he shouldn't. Right. I think it would I, I have think, to feel I, like I, failure. I think it would totally feel like failure, but what I don't think he understands is is I think most of us still have his back. Always. Like I, I don't always I mean any how do you talk bad about yeah. that dude? Yes, he 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 got hurt and that stinks. And then maybe if you just look into it, I mean, maybe that had something to do with Chicago. Maybe. I mean he doesn't you seem know, like he's yeah, been exactly. hurt very often yeah. since. So yeah. maybe Tim's rushing while I playing him a And lot obviously that explosive way he plays yeah. and all of that stuff, but he still I agree plays with more you. above the rim than he's still Steph. nice. He's still nice. He's not D Rose of the past, but I mean, I'd no, still I mean, say, what's he average? Sixteen. I think that's what we looked up the other day, no, right? It was twelve. Close. To, I was about to say twelve to sixteen. Yeah, so he's got to be somewhere in there, right? But yeah. he can still pass. I mean, he's Derrick Rose still. He just doesn't have that. I mean, that that first bounce where if, he might dunk on you. Now he's just going to be more crafty with the reverse layup on. And you. here's what the cool the cool stat of him is is that he says. You know, when people refer Derrick Rose into the Derrick Rose of the past, right? He gets mad because he's like, if you look at my numbers, like I understand I don't play above the rim like I used to, right? If you look at my numbers this year, yeah. was his most efficient he's more year he's more complete. than he's ever had. We've all had injuries. Every last bad. You know what they say? The same thing like what they said about Kobe. When you get an injury, it does one of two things. Either you're going to sulk and you're not going to do anything, or you're going to become a better player because you get to sit down and you get to watch the game from a different angle, or you get to, if you were good at dribbling, now you're sitting in a chair and you're shooting 500 shots, so now your mid-range is different. I think that's what Derrick Rose did. I think he took it and he said, I know I'm never going to explode off of that dunk, but now instead of coming up and dunk on you, now I'm going to do a 360, you know. Yep. Of the spinner, I'm going to give you this dish. I think that he evolved, which is what great players do. And speaking of Kobe, mm-hmm. I mean, we could have and maybe should have a full podcast on on that too. Like, I mean, I can, we could we could talk about him forever, man. But, we'll go out on this stat: the NL Central, every team but the Chicago Cubs have a negative run differential. <laughs> the first place Milwaukee Brewers are minus two run differential. And the Cubs suck. The Every Cubs, team is we are trying the to lose. luckiest team in ba- the, baseball. The, the, right cu- the Cubs run differential is plus twenty four. But we are just. I mean, listen, dude. Like, are we sellers or are we buyers? Gotta be buyers. Buyers. Gotta be buyers. buyers. The thing is, this. I'll be honest with you guys though, and Al, you'll hate this, and I'm gonna hate to say this out loud. Um, as much as we're buyers, fuck you. We're keeping Chris Bryant, KB, Javi. Dude, listen, listen, Javi's brain fart the other night was it was totally I'm, I'm just sitting there saying, like, when I start looking around the league right now and I'm looking at this stuff, I'm saying if somebody offers us the capital that we need, I love KB. But if he's you not going to... Can you give... What are you giving for KB, though? If Think he's about not the talent. If he doesn't resign, if that's the first thing I go to him. We're going to offer you a contract. Are we going to have a real negotiation? What's the chance of you signing? If he sits there and says it's less of... Like, I don't think I want to come back here. I trade you. I trade you. So... That's- that's the way I look at it. I mean, we'll we'll find out, but that's a way to end. end Chicago Cubs. Yeah. If you trade Chris Bryant, fuck you. Trade him. I want Wander Franco. <laughs> I want Andre Dawson.